Welcome back to another episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast with your host, me, Marquis Nash. We know the game. We know what we. I'm gonna talk about today's sports. I'm y'all. Let's, let's get through this uh, first uh, couple seconds of the episode. I almost messed up a little bit, but uh, let's get. Yeah, but let's go, man. Uh, we're we'll gonna talk about a lot of stuff today on this episode. We are going to talk about some uh, controversy regarding. Uh, some some other stuff, but we gonna start off with a big headline today that everybody's been talking about, really kind of in the NFL, and that's Tim Tebow getting signed as a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have a lot to say about this. A lot, a lot, like a lot. I don't want to. I to me, I love my podcast. And I love what I talk about on the podcast. I know you guys love what you talk about on the podcast, but sometimes I gotta gotta kind of gotta go. Out of out of my way and just talk about something that is really important to me, and this is important to me because how in the blue hell did Jack sign? <laughs> like I, I just me, I'm just saying, how in the 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 how in the world did you sign? Uh, what's his name, Tim Tebow, as a tight end, but Colin Kaepernick can't get a damn job. I'm and I'm and I'm just I, I'm just sorry. This is me, and I I don't want to bring race into it, but I have to. Forget it. I'm sorry. I don't want to be that bad guy. I don't want to be the guy that always brings up race or the, the sports guy that always has to bring up race. But sorry, I am. Um, today, I'm going to bring up race because how in the world a, a man like Colin Kaepernick that's been yearning, that's been searching, that's been fighting his butt off to get back in the NFL. And Tim Tebow, all he has to do is know somebody that his former player coach, which, I mean, it's good and bad because this should tell some kids nowadays that just to make sure that you on your P's and Q's, you never know who you might meet. You never know who you might be connected to that can get you somewhere. And this doesn't have to be football wise. This is be just in it, just in your regular you working. You just make sure that you have the right connections because you should never know what if you need something, you need a favor. Somebody might be able to give it to you. And this like I'm just going to get that that little version. But. For me, I feel like this pisses me off a little bit because a man like Tim Tebow, just because you know Urban Meyer, and you might say, oh, well, he's going to give that fighting spirit they need. Okay, yeah, but they're still going to suck this year. Sorry. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is great, but he's not going to take them to the playoffs. I would be surprised if they make the playoffs this year. I really would. I'm not saying nothing, nothing against Trevor Lawrence or nothing like that, but Sorry, they're not. He's not. Tim Tebow is not going to bring them to playoff rev, re, relevance right away because he's there. Like he's not. He doesn't. I feel like for me, if you're going to say that, Kyle Kaepernick can do the same damn thing. I'm just saying, Kyle Kaepernick can give you that same damn thing, probably even more because he's in shape and it's not. It's not even like for me, Kyle Kaepernick been out of the league. What was at the time when he was when they uh, tried to give him that phony. A publicity stunt of a practice or a tryout with all them other NFL teams because it pretty much was a it was a phony 
a phony publicity stunt to make everybody feel good, to make people think, oh, we're giving Kyle Kaepernick a chance, which in actuality he wasn't. It. He was just trying to make people feel good, which is stupid. It makes the NFL more and more of a hated group, like, probably one of the most hated groups in sports history. And I'm and I'm not even, and I'm an NFL fan. I love the NFL games. I like watching the NFL. But sometimes I have to put out and I have to talk about the stuff that at hand. I, I got to talk about the stuff that pisses me off about the NFL. And that's the stuff that pisses me off. You let a guy like Tim Tebow that hadn't played in the NFL, an uh, NFL uh, uh, game in almost six years, and you let him get on the team, you let him try out for a team, and a team signed him and everything. I don't think he's not going to do a lot anyway. He's probably going to be a lot of, do a lot of tricks. He's really going to do mostly there. He's going to do the same thing that, uh, what's the guy's name? How, uh, what's this guy, the guy's name? He's gonna be like a, a lot of. He's gonna do a lot of trick plays with him. That's really what I only see him doing. There's a lot of trick plays. He might play a little tight end. He might probably get uh, 500 yards. Five. I say 500. I ain't gonna say 500 because I'm not even gonna say that. He'll probably get you like 200 yards receiving in a season. He he might do some some special stuff and special times against certain teams. Which I mean, he I can give. I'll give him that. But at the same time, it, all these other tight ends that are valuable that 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 can do probably more or as much as uh can do as much as K, uh Tim Tebow or even more as uh probably right at what Tebow can Tim Tebow can do or as much as Tim Tebow can do like it's all these free agents all these rookies that can, all these people that that was at some HBCU H, HBCUs I'm sorry I'm butchering the name right now but I'm kind of pissed off and flustered a little bit when I get pissed off a little bit I kind of talk fast and I kind of mess my words up. But, like, all these HBCUs with these tight ends that you could have drafted, but instead you sign up. Oh, I'm not going to say wither, wither or, like, a run-down or washed-up Tim Tebow because we don't know what he's going to give. But for me, I'm sorry. Uh, that's just me. I don't really feel like this does nothing for the Jags. Jaguar fans, uh, Jaguar fans, y'all can tweet me or go on my Instagram. You can tweet me at. Marquise 95 Sports, uh, M-A-R-K-E-S-E 95 Sports. Or you can go to my Instagram at, at the same uh, handle, Marquise 95 Sports. Or you can go to my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it, podcast Facebook page. They can message me or whatever. But, man, like, I, I feel like this does nothing. For me, if I'm, I'm a Jags fan, this hell, this has nothing. Like, this gives me no excitement at all. I mean, it's Tim Tebow, all courts or whatever. He's gonna like I said, he's gonna give you special moments at certain times, but for the most part, he's not gonna take you to a playoff game. This this not gonna as a Jags fan, this is not gonna seal the deal to make me feel like okay, we have a chance this year to make the playoffs. I mean, their division. I don't even know what division they're in. I think who they who, matter of fact, who's in their division? Let me check real quick. Let me check my research department. I'll just check my research department. They were not last in the AFC South, of course. Or whatever, and last in the NFL total with only one win last season, and they're I think in the same division as the Titans, the Colts, and the Texans. Well, you might get past the Texans because the Texans going through their own little thing with Deshaun Watson and uh, whatever. But I ain't going to talk about that situation. But they already going through their thing. But you might get four wins. But I'm I'm not I'm not expecting the tight the not the Titans. I'm not expecting the Jags to get over ten wins. I'm just that's just that's just me, and I'm not doubting them. They might. You never know if they get over ten wins. I give whoever's a Jags fan, I'll give you $100. If you say you're a Jags fan or whatever, you can bet, I'll bet you $100 they ain't going to get over 10 wins. They're not. 
They're just not. They're not. They're not in a good division. First of all, they're not even a good conference, if you really want to tell the truth. If they was in the NFC, I'd probably say, or if they was in the NFC East or something like that, I'd probably say, oh, okay, yeah, they don't need like eight wins to get to win the division. Not even send them to the NFC East, but sorry. <laughs> if they were like in the NFC East, I'd be like, okay, if they get eight wins, they might make the playoffs. Uh, if I if they were the NFC East, but they're not. Then the AFC, what? No, what? AFC South. And matter of fact, you you're in a worst, you're in a terrible conference. You're in the AFC. So, like last year, the Bills made the playoffs. So that's the AFC East. That's one team. The Chiefs are in the AFC West. That's one team. The Steelers, the, the Ravens, and the Browns all are going to probably make the playoffs again. So that's three. And then you got the Titans and the Colts. They're probably going to make the playoffs next year too. So you're probably not going to make the playoffs this year or the year. I mean, in years to come, they might as Trevor Lawrence develops his game into the into uh, into the NFL. But for me, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to get over 10 wins. And that's just that. But for me, I, what pisses me off is that you got guys like Kyle Kaepernick that's been busting his ass to get in it, get a chance, just even, just a chance, just to get in the NFL. And then when he finally does, it's, a, it's pretty much the NFL treated, treated as a, a publicity stunt or a joke. To some what to some sense, and it pisses me off that because you have a guy like Tim Tebow that's been out of the league that didn't try it off for baseball and failed horribly. I mean, I'm sorry he did. He failed horribly because he didn't make it to the major leagues. He probably made it in the minor leagues or whatever. I don't really know. Not I know a lot about baseball, but he didn't. If you didn't make it to the major leagues, you failed. I'm sorry, you did. I mean, you might have got to play baseball and got a chance to play baseball. Which is a dream for everybody to do, to do because you had got even you at least got a chance to play some type of resemblance of major not major league but you got some resemblance of professional baseball but you didn't make it to the major league so I'm sorry you sucked he he's, he failed horribly at that and then now he's going back to the NFL and trying out as a tight end which I mean I felt like for me this is a bad move for the Jags this is a and it's starting off bad because then you look at people like. Like Tim Tebow, you're like, okay, well, if he end up not panning out with the way it is, are you gonna cut him? Are you willing, Ari Meyer or the Jag system or the Jags front office? Are you willing to cut a Tim Tebow if he doesn't pan out the way you want him to be? Or are you gonna still prolong him and hold him on and hold up a job, a hold up a position because you feel like he might add something that you need? Which I don't really see. What he, I mean, other thing, other than motivational speeches and whatever, which. Anybody can do that. I'm sorry. Anybody can give a most. I can give a damn motivational speech. I'm sorry. Like that's that's just that. But for me, it's just I don't know. It just out of the way I feel about it. I don't really care about that. I jazz really because I really care about the Green Packers. We got our own problems to worry about. I mean, we got problems with with our system and our front office right now. So I, that's the, I ain't really gonna worry about it. But I just had to speak about it because that was like the big topic today and probably these, these past weeks. About Tim Tebow getting signed, which I like, I'm not a big fan of it because it made it, as a Jags fan, in a you might be a little different. Y'all might be a little different than me, but I, as a Jags fan or a fan of football, that doesn't excite me. Oh my God, Tim Tebow coming back! That that it just that's just me. I don't I don't feel like it is. That's not something that I'm like. Oh, I'm I'm I can't wait to see Tim Tebow in his first game. That's that's not going to excite me, but that's just me. And also in other news, we got uh. Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook breaking the all-time triple-double record with 182 
that was that was long overdue. I mean, I think Russell Wilson eventually was going to do it. I knew he was even last year and the year that he won uh won the MVP. After the triple up, I knew he was going to get close to it, or he was going to be. He had time, and think about this: it's it, uh, Russell Wilson is a great player, and people got to put some respect on Russell Wilson's big name. They got to put some respect on Russell Wilson's big name. Like y'all need to stop hating on him. Like it's I know he hasn't made a lot of playoff games. I know he hasn't. Played a lot of playoff games, or he haven't been a big moment. But we gonna later on in in, in the not in the year, but later on when he retires and whatever, we are gonna look back like, damn, he had a good year. Like this man is literally averaging a triple double. Like, this man is doing things that ain't nobody ever, that Lamelo Ball could do, but he's not doing. So for me, I, I just as me, I just felt like people need to put some respect on Russell Westbrook's name. He a whole old legend in these streets. I'm sorry, he a whole legend. But um, speaking of legend in these streets, uh, we got uh the Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams. They uh they I think he was talking on Colin Cowherd's uh show, talking about the like what's going on with the NFL and he's a free agent next year, which makes it even more uh a worry for me if we don't get if we don't. Which I didn't know actually. The crazy thing is I didn't know he was a free agent. I thought they had signed an extension with him already, but they didn't. But which is making me even more worried because now it's like he's a he's not a, he's an unrestricted free agent he's not a restricted free agent so that has, he can go anywhere he wants to so for me it just that's scary right now for the Packers fans I mean I'm a Packers fan now too just sweat I mean I feel like sometimes some of the, the problems and something we going through right now is our fault really I'm not fans but it's our fault as a well not our fault but the ownership fault for this because. If Aaron Rodgers, if you just sign the man for an extension of three years, probably more, most likely pack the homeless money. If you just sign him right away, you ain't got to worry about this. Devontae Adams most likely going to sign back immediately. He, you know, it's not going to take him long. You probably going to sign him before the end of the end of the year over. You're going to sign an extension before the year over, but before you even get to free agency. But it just, I don't know, man. It's it's scary right now for Packers fan because what if? And I'm sorry, it's, and it's a big what if, and this is a that's a what if that could happen. What if, and Devontae could be like one of the people like Juju, Juju Smith Schuster and stay with the, stay with his original team, even though he doesn't have the quarterback or even doesn't, even though he doesn't have, he has other options. He could be like one of them people, but I just feel like for me, this is, this is the time where Packers fans, we, we are sweating right now. And I'm not, I'm, I'm usually a calm person right now. I'm, I'm probably pretty calm right now, anyways, because just I think this all is going to work out. Because it, this happened when uh, the first time when Malafor first came in, we were having these problems, and then I think most of this is kind of media. The media is hyping it up a little bit, which I mean they they do what they do, and I'm a part of the media kind of, so I kind of got to give some give, give some to me too, some fault to me too, because I mean I'm hyping it up a little bit too, but at the same time. It's it's some truth to it, some truth to why Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go go back to the Packers. And it, I mean, it, it is what it is because the Packers have been doing this for years. I, I like I said on my last podcast about all the teams, all the times he could have won, but he didn't have a great defense. He, he Aaron Rodgers can only do so much, and I hate when people kind of give the Packers Aaron Rodgers that flag of all oh, Aaron Rodgers he had all these amount of chances to get to the NFC championship but then don't look at the defense you look at all oh, where Colin, Aaron Rodgers got beat by Colin Kaepernick he was only he was only on, in the NFL or not even the NFL he was only 
on the team for two years or a year, and you got to be by Colin Kaepernick. But then you don't look at the defense and how they got torched by Colin Kaepernick. But we we gonna talk about oh, oh Aaron Rodgers wasn't great or he wasn't efficient. Well, hell, you didn't give him a time to give give you didn't give him a chance to be efficient. You, you when the defense is getting the ass toe up and then you put Aaron Rodgers in a bad position, of course you uh, of course of course you're gonna be like it's it, it's gonna be terrible. Of course Aaron Rodgers is not gonna do well when you don't put him in great position. A uh, great position. Imagine if. And let's just imagine it because we always talk about and we always compare Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers because we just do. Even though I mean, I think we should never like Tom Brady is a goat or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But I, I got to debate a little bit about it. But I'm, I'm not gonna say he's not a goat. He's a goat in his own lane, but just in his lane of just accomplishments, he's the best. But just overall passing the ball, Aaron Rodgers is probably the goat, and that and nobody can never not say that to me. About me, like nobody can never say, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is not." Yeah, no, yeah, he is. And his own—I feel like—and everybody has their own lane of being a goat. Like I don't think, and I hate that we always gotta compare it, even though it's like it's—it's it's not the same. And Aaron, well, first of all, Aaron Rodgers has not got the same opportunities as Tom Brady does. If you compare the opportunity to compare how Bill Belichick laid the platter out for Tom Brady to be great. Laid it out, gave him a, a great defense, a top ten defense. Damn near every year he went to the Super Bowl and won. You you gave him, you he put out a a platter of great defense for him to be great. And he might not have the greatest receivers, but you don't have to when your defense is really good. When your defense is not giving up thirty six points a game every playoff. When your defense is not giving up, you're eventually. It don't matter what you do on offense when Tom Brady is that good. He can make it make magic out of any. He can make magic out of any wide receiver that he has. So when you have a great defense and your defense doesn't give up thirty eight points or thirty some points a game every playoff, you can of course you can do something with it. Aaron Rodgers has shown that where he can do something make magic if the defense plays right. And if if you see the games and you see the teams when he wins games, usually it's usually because the defense played well. Sometimes you every every so often you you'll get into a shootout. With a certain receipt, with a certain quarterback, but we all know you shouldn't get under the shootout with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is going to burn you every time. But if most of the time when the Packers dominate offensively and def- uh, offensively, it's because the defense played well. The defense game set them up great. Most of the time when Aaron Rodgers get torched, it's because the defense got torched as well. The time, like for example, let's go to the 49ers. The 40, and I'm sorry to bring this up, and I'm sorry, I'm, but I'm double down on it. I'm sorry. I talked about it Monday, and I'm still amped about it. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about it today. But even even with the 49ers game, the last couple years, last two years, matter of fact, look at Tom Brady's defense, and look at Aaron Rodgers' defense, and see who and and tell me again why you think Tom Brady is the greatest. Why? Tell me again why you think. And Tom Brady did this really on purpose. He went to a, a certain team. I'm mad. Okay, now. If you think Tyree's go, go to the Jacksonville Jaguars and see if you and see if you can make the playoffs. And tell me again if he's gonna make the play. I mean, tell me again. Like, cause the thing about it is the reason why I keep on harping about it. It's the opportunities that Aaron Rodgers gets. If you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you should put everything circle everybody around. Him. You might say, well, he had Jordy Nelson for a couple of years and he couldn't do nothing about it. He had Randall Cobb for a couple of years and he 
he didn't do nothing about it for eight years, eight plus years, or Joy Nelson for eight plus years. He had uh, James Jones for a couple, uh, a multitude of years. He had Joy Nelson for a multitude of years. I mean, not Joy Nelson, but Donald Driver for a multitude of years. He had Michael Finley for a multitude of years. He's like, oh, he had all that talent. He couldn't do nothing with it. Yeah, but all out of all them times where we had Joy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and all them guys, our defense sucked. So please stop with that hypocrisy. This this, this old this Rogers, Aaron Rodgers slander, and I hate that because people always do that to Aaron Rodgers. They'll they'll never have that smoke about Tom Brady. And I'm just saying, he just feels like y'all. And I'm not gonna be one of them dumb commentators, not commentators, but one of these sports analysts or sports people or sports figures. They're gonna say, oh, they're gonna praise Tom Brady. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, but and but not gonna tell the truth. He had more better, more and better opportunities than Aaron Rodgers. Let's put it like that. If you, imagine if you put Aaron Rodgers on that same Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, I can bet you money the same result will happen. He'll win the Super Bowl. It, put that same team with Aaron Rodgers. Put that same defense with Aaron Rodgers. Put them same opportunities with Aaron Rodgers. I can bet you money Aaron Rodgers do the, will, will replicate the same thing, will win the Super Bowl and everything. So please stop with this Aaron Rodgers slander. That's all I want to say about the Packers because I, I – and I'm probably going to talk about it in the next podcast too, so I don't really care. I'm, I'm just speaking my mind right now, especially on this podcast. But uh, what else we have to talk about? Okay, we got the NBA playoffs coming up in like like a couple – well, not in a couple, wait, it's you. The what, the fourteenth, not fourteenth, the fourteenth or the eighteenth, I think. Or the the Bucks only the Bucks last game I think is Saturday. The playing games are like, I think the playing games are like eight May fourteenth. No, I don't know, May eighteenth, I think. So I mean, the the playoffs is uh, surely coming coming about. I mean, right now we have these two great uh, not knuckleheads, but I mean they're really inconsistent teams, but they're making a playoff. The Celtics and the Miami Heat. And like I said before, these two teams, I mean, the Southern's struggling, I don't know why, for, for, I mean, they've been, it's been a lot of injuries too, but I mean, we had a lot of injuries last year with the Celtics, so I'm not going to give them that excuse this year. I don't know what's going on with the Celtics. I I mean, I watch a, a little bit of Celtics games every so often, but it's just the inconsistency for me. It's inconsistent. Sometimes you'll get Jason Tatum, he'll get 30 on you, but then sometimes you'll be like, where you at? And then Kimba, Kimba, it really, I feel like I'm blaming, that's a lot of people that to blame for the season. You can blame Kimba. You can blame the coaching, Brad Stevens, not getting nobody really in the trade. I mean, you got Fournier, but Fournier really ain't going to do nothing. He's not a game changer. You see most of these good teams there, and you might not, you might not have to do a lot, but I feel like they, they need to get bigger. They need to get bigger. They just, they're still that same small team. They can, they, the small ball team, it's great. You got Jason Tatum. He's an up and coming, I mean, he's already an all star. Not an up and coming all star, but he's an all star. Jalen Brown is an all star. Kimball Walker is an all star. You got all, the, you got three all stars on your team. And y'all can't do nothing with that. I'm sorry. And, and you got a champion in Tristan Thompson. I mean, you might have, can doubt where he got, how he got it. And, but he busts his ass to get that championship too. But you got a guy in Tristan Thompson that, that's a rebound. He can rebound with the best of them. I mean, he can play some defense too, but at the same time, you got all them people on your team and a Brad Stevens team that went to the final NBA Finals at that. The last, I think, last what three years ago, three or four years ago, went to the NBA Finals. 
He lost, but I mean, but you went to the NBA Finals though. So for me, it's just like I, I blame a lot of people. I'm not gonna blame Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, I'm gonna too. I'm gonna give it to a little bit of Jason Tatum and them young guys, and two, I'm gonna give it a little bit of Kemba. But Kemba didn't haven't really played to his contract really at all, like at all this year. He's really been so inconsistent this year. He really hasn't played to his contract at all. So I mean, I'm a I'm gonna blame a little bit on 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 Kemba. But Kimba, I think he'll he'll say himself he hasn't really played great this year. He hasn't really played great. He might not gonna say he played to his contract. He might well. He might. He might. He might not. You never know. But uh, yeah, Kimba hasn't really been playing to his contract. But Miami, on the other hand, Miami has been interesting as well, where they kind of hasn't like Tyler Hero. I mean, he's been playing great some games, but he had, like it's like almost like the thing where. Where he, he in the playoffs, you saw what his potential was, but then it's like when the season started, and it's kind of like he almost got instant fame right away. But then now that everybody knows him to be a that of that caliber in the playoffs, and they see his potential now, it's like they're expecting that potential to to like expand now in the regular season. And we haven't really saw a lot of Tyler Hero doing what Tyler Hero does in the playoffs. So I mean, and Tim. Not Tim Duncan. I was gonna say Tim Duncan. Um, Duncan. Uh, what's the guy's name? I forgot his name. Uh, they call him Jimmy Neutron or whatever. What's the guy's name? Duncan. Y'all, Miami fans, y'all know who I'm talking about. But uh, for me, it's they really haven't been playing to their potential. Bam has been playing well. Jimmy has been playing well when he does play. I mean, I give him a little bit of flack. I mean, I don't give him a lot of flack because he did come back. They only had to play 73 games. I mean. Only rested for 73 days. So, I mean, I'll give him a little bit of a rest. And he should get a little bit of rest because he played damn near 58 and 48 minutes every night, pretty much. Every night he played a maximum of 40 minutes every night, pretty much over 40 minutes every night in the playoffs. So, especially in the, um, uh, the series with the Lakers, he played multiple minutes. And it's like, yeah, so I give him a little bit of an excuse, but at the same time, Miami. It's kind of like you kind of, I kind of figured they were going to be like the fifth, sixth seed anyway in that range because they were there last year. But they might bring some sparks and might be a little bring a little fireworks if you uh, if you let them last a little longer. That's why I feel like Milwaukee. If you're Milwaukee or whoever's that two seed, because I think they're the sixth seed right now. So whoever's that three seed, if it's Milwaukee or if it's Brooklyn, you have to make sure that you put them away early because if they don't, they're gonna. They're gonna ball out. Tyler Hero is gonna show his words. Tim Duncan, I mean not Tim Duncan, but Duncan is gonna show his words. Bam has been playing well, so he's gonna show his words. I mean, them guys, Eric is a, a veteran coach, so he's gonna show his words. He's gonna show what he does best and best, and that's win. So I mean, whoever's that three seed, if it's if it's Milwaukee or if it's Brooklyn, y'all need to go. <laughs> y'all y'all shouldn't be playing with them. Y'all put them away early. Because those are the type of teams in the Celtics as well too. Even though they've been inconsistent, if they if they get some potential, if I mean not potential, but they get some uh, firepower around, if they get hot and get on a roll, they're hot. They can they can go on the three. They can ball out if they want to. But for me, I just feel like this this playoffs is gonna be a little different, especially if LeBron don't make it. Which it's gonna be weird to say that LeBron doesn't make it because I was the biggest hater. And I'm not gonna say I'm not, I was hating on him like bad, but when he, especially when he went to Miami, I was the biggest hater of LeBron. But now I get it. Like it's it's playoffs without LeBron. It's like it's like weird. It's like it's we be weird without, and it could happen, which is crazy. It it really could happen. But 
if LeBron is like 85 to 90%, I feel like he's good. I mean, he, if in the 80s, been balling, if 80 kind of came back to relevance and the beast has woken up a little bit as, uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Caruso said the beast is waking up. So he's, he didn't woke up. He didn't woke up and play, playing is playing well. So hopefully he plays, uh, if he plays well and LeBron is at least 90%, they should be good. They should be good to get to the final because at the end of the day, them top top heavy teams in the uh, West, uh, what's the what's the the Suns and the Phoenix, Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz haven't really played well in the playoffs. I mean, haven't really done a lot of things in the playoffs. So I mean, they are a little inexperienced, but they might do some do some things. But you never know. But you guys, I well before I be I was gonna leave and do something else. But before I leave, you guys, I actually like to talk about the topic that uh. <laughs> that was brung up uh, by uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, which I kind of can argue on any day. I'm not going to really argue a lot about it, but I probably will go expand a little bit more on it uh, this Saturday when I do my next podcast. But uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit about it today, about when he talked about which teams are better. Uh, which he said, which no, not which teams. He said, which uh, which uh, which uh, uh, what I'm trying to say, which. Uh, I'm, I'm having a brain fire right now because I just forgot which organization is better. I mean, not better, but it's harder to play football or basketball. And I, for me, I feel like football is harder, and that's because I played it, so I know what it, the hell I'm talking about a little bit to a certain, to a certain extent. Especially when you're in high school, when you play both positions. I ain't really played both positions in high school. Yes, I did when I played because I played JV and varsity. So because on our JV team, we didn't have a lot of people, so we had to kind of like. Use what we had, so I was playing JV a lot. So I played offense and defense. So it, especially when you're in high school, you play both sides, and you gotta realize too, it's like a car crash, damn near every time you get hit. It's like a car crash and a civilized. It's, it's pretty much a civilized fight. And it's pretty much that's pretty much what it is. It's a civilized fight between two guys, two or well, eleven guys on the field, and it, and it's pretty much no rules, pretty much, and, and not, it's some rules to a certain extent. But at the same time, it's like as long as you don't go over the helmet. I mean, as long as you don't don't do helmet to helmet, or you don't drill somebody in the with your helmet into their rib or something like that, you pretty much can hit any way you want to. I mean, uh, I mean, quarterback's position is kind of like kind of weird now. You can't really hit the quarterback, but can't hit the quarterback for the but but for the most part, uh, it's like you're you're pretty good. You if you know how to tackle and you can know how to tackle well without. Uh, hurting the quarterback, you're pretty good, but it's pretty much like a civilized fight. And I feel like, too, and I can say, okay, whatever. Like, to me, like, you, you can give a debate, like, oh, well, what about the plays? What about people like, say, for example, you got a person like Michael Jordan. You know Michael Jordan in his prime. It didn't really matter who was guarding him. It didn't really matter if you knew the play that was coming up. You knew they was going to pass it to Michael Jordan. It's just sometimes you knew, okay, it, they, you knew, okay. They're passing to Michael Jordan for the win. They might pass it to Michael Jordan for the win, but you knew. But in your heart, of hearts, even Bulls knew, and even the opponents' fans that were playing against the Bulls knew, if he gets the ball, he probably gonna make it anyway. We can guard him the best we can, but if he make it, we really can't do nothing about it. That's the same thing for the NFL. Even Ozo Tinkle said it. Chad Ozo Tinkle said it. He said, "I would tell people my plays, and they would still get beat by me." That's the same thing. You, same thing you say about the NFL. It's sometimes. It's certain people that you like, certain people like Devontae Adams and Keita Allen and Calvin Johnson and Julio Jones and all these guys, these great NFL wide receivers that you knew. 
okay, they're going to pass. You knew in your heart of hearts that Matt Stafford was going to pass to Calvin Johnson. You knew Calvin Johnson was going to get passed. It was fourth and eight. You like, okay, they put a pass to Calvin Johnson. You knew they was going to pass it to Cal. You they were going to pass it. Pat uh, Matt Stafford was going to pass it to Calvin Johnson, but you knew it's only so much I could do. And when he caught it, you was like, I could do nothing about it. You know, you know it's coming. You know they put a pass to Calvin Johnson, but you still couldn't stop it. That's the same thing you say for the NFL. The same thing you say for the NBA. So I don't really say in that realm. You really can't say nothing about it. And two, I feel like this is the physical play. Now, most of the time, most of these guys get injured in the NFL is because you actually got hit. Sometimes it's like, okay, I twisted my ankle. But you got to realize you can hit by 300-plus pounders every night. Every night, you say every night, but every Sunday or Monday or Thursday, whenever you play or wherever your schedule is, you can hit every time, especially if you're the one that's getting the ball, like a wide receiver or a running back or a quarterback. You're going to hit by 200, 300-plus pounders every game, every game for 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 16 games, well, 17 games now that they had the 17 game, like, come on, man. And it's mo- if, I'm not down their injuries and saying their injuries are a little soft, but if you really look at most of these injuries in the NBA, it's not because, oh, I ran into somebody. Or with the exception of some plays where it's like, if I step on your toe and then I twist my ankle, of course, it might happen. But most of these plays are not caused by self-inflicted. It's not caused by, it's self-inflicted. It's not caused by somebody else. It's not caused by, okay, I ran into this person and then I got a concussion. No, and mo- sometimes it is, you'll get that where some, a guy will run into somebody on the NBA or he get elbow, he'll get a concussion or he'll get a contusion in his nose or whatever, or he'll get a jaw fracture or whatever, whatever. But I'm talking about career in injuries. Like, for example, Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann's career ended because of LT, Ladanian, uh, not Ladanian Thompson. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence Taylor. His career ended because of Lawrence Taylor. They they made the left, I think the left tackle or the right tackle, the highest paid offensive guy on the team on the offensive alignment because of LT, because of Lawrence Taylor. They, if you want to take that, look at uh, look at the beginning part of uh, what's the movie, The Blind Side. Like, come on, bro. His career ended because of LT. They paid the offensive lineman more money. What I think it, was, uh, it might be the right tackle or the left tackle. I don't remember. I think it's the left tackle. They paid the left tackle the most amount of money because of LT, because of Lawrence Taylor. So please stop saying, oh, in basketball is a little bit that's a little harder. Not really. Not really. If the physical play, no. Now, if you're just talking about, like, okay, oh, you only got to play. Like, for, for me, I too, it, I. And the reason why I can say this too is because you're not on, especially in high school and sometimes in college too. You're like, when you're going against certain guys, you actually have to play defense. You actually have to play defense, real defense. You, you can't slack off because it's like, that could be the game. That could be a, 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 a position. That could be a position you can get took because somebody's better than you on all defense. When you're in the, in the NBA, people like, and people get criticized for not playing defense like James Harden. Or, or certain guys get criticized for not playing defense. When you're playing defense, when you you don't have to play defense. If you're a great offensive guy, you don't have to play defense. When you're like a James Harden or a KD or like a, a LeBron James, you don't have to play a lot of defense. Because you know why? Because you're so great offensively, it doesn't really matter. When you're on when you're on in the NFL, you have to be great. You got to be great, great at one of these two, or you're not on a team. You're not going to make a team. 
If you're not good at neither one of these, you're probably most likely going to be a special teams guy, which, I mean, they don't really get time like that anyways, but in most of the time, they get cut. They can, they're the likeliest, likeliest people to get cut anyways. But for me, it's like this. And that's all I'm going to say about the NFL and like the NBA. I don't really want to argue that because, and I really want to argue with actually somebody that's from, that plays basketball so I can really actually get right into them, but whatever. But uh, y'all can tweet me about that though. I'm going to probably tweet it eventually or tweet about it, but this is, yeah, that's stupid. Spencer Dayweighty, please. I mean, I hope he comes back from injury well. I hope to him the best, but bruh, you wrong on this, bruh. You wrong on this. Is this something? You just need, just, you wrong on that. But um, I'll see you guys next episode, probably Saturday. And we'll talk about some more stuff regarding sports. So, guys, I will see you next episode. Please. Oh, wait, wait. Before I leave and say peace, before I leave, I need you guys to go to whatever you want to call a podcast episode. You can listen to my future podcast, my my recent podcast. You can listen to them on Spotify, if not Spotify, Stitcher, if not Stitcher. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, or any outlet that that you can watch, listen to podcasts. So I'll see you guys next episode. Or you can listen to me next episode, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'll see you. Peace.